Say what? Say what? Say what? The, the hell with. The hell with. The hell Welcome to the Hell With It podcast. I'm Walt. And I'm Royal. Oh, the Republicans are, are up at arms of what happened Monday. Uh, they just have to get over it. Yeah. I mean, you know, they allowed themselves to be a part, or should I say, pawns on the chessboard. And he's just moving them around. And, you know, like you were saying, he's still grifting. He's really grifting now because he really got some legal bills ahead of him. So, well, you know, know. he said right right after the uh, FBI uh, went to Florida and, and seized documents, he said to his MAGA crowd, he need money now to fight this. So they're, like, throwing money at him. Okay. So... He's begging for money once again. But my question is, all or my statement is, all that could have been avoided had he just uh, obeyed the subpoena that he received months and months ago. He could have, yeah. you know, he could have saved himself from all that. Well, see, now he, he's, you know, this guy, he wakes up and lies. So... Now this guy want to say Obama had, you know, boxes and boxes of stuff he'd taken. And then he was saying that all the DOJ had to do was ask for the documents. They did ask they, for it. They did ask for it several times, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You know, yeah, this guy, he's, he's just circling the wagons right now. Yeah, his own wagon. That's... And you know, and and that's the whole thing about it all is that you know he basically shot his own self in the foot by not complying with the subpoena, which was easy as ABC. I mean, you know, he had no problem going up to uh, well, he did. He had a problem going to New York to to do his deposition. Uh, before uh, Letitia James, but I mean, okay, so so several factors come to play. He's got all of these all these legal advisors around him, right? They've all been versed in what's correct and incorrect about parliamentary procedures, even though it had nothing to do with parliamentarian, but the law. The law says that the, the uh, Presidential Records Act, I'm quite certain that he had been versed in that upon taking, taking the office. Unless he, all he was focused on was Big Mac, so maybe, you know, maybe didn't. But knowing good and well what is allowed and what's not allowed, but then to come back and say, well, they planted false evidence. Uh, and like he said, you know, he, he wants, to, he wants to, to cry and bellyache about what Obama did. Well, okay, 
you came in office after Obama. Obama did everything that he was supposed to do. Had he not, he would have been brought up under charges. So obviously, mm-hmm. and because Obama knows the law, because he's a constitutional lawyer uh, or a constitutional professor and quite proficient in the Constitution, he knew doggone well he wasn't going to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this dude, you know, he, he's coming up with all kind of lame excuses about his own actions, and he wants to point the finger forward, but forgetting all about the thumb that's pointing back at him. Yeah. I, I have two, two things to that. First, okay. 45 first year in office, a lot of people don't realize he was the one who made it a federal crime precisely to to move uh, material or any documents without permission, he, he signed into law his first year to make it a felony. Yep. He exactly. Changed it from one year to five years. Yep. But now he wants to cry because he's now the recipient of that possible, well, it wasn't, it's not a possible felony. It is a felony. So now because he's going to be brought to the carpet, now he wants to cry. Just like a little wussy, typical. Yeah, you know. And but he had all these—he had all these big things to say about. Yeah, you know, uh, I can do this, and I don't—I'm not accountable to anybody because I'm the president of the United States, and I can do whatever I want to do. No, you're just a human being. And well, once you get out of office, you're subject to the same rules and regulations just like everybody else. One thing I, I want to really talk about is as soon as it, it happened Monday, you saw Republicans crying and yelling on television and on radio. And what was the first thing they said? Defund the FBI. And if have, if need be, defund the police. So where I want to go, remember when in 2020 when all the protests was going on, Black Lives people, Matter. Start, people start saying defund the police, it was an uproar, mm-hmm. and people were having a fit. Now the Republicans want to say defund the FBI, green is, printing shirts and selling them, saying defund the FBI. It's no big deal. So, again, I don't understand why the Democrats are not jumping on this. I mean... Because Chuck Chuck Schumer was too busy drinking beer. I mean, yeah, I mean, Schumer, Pelosi, Harris, they all need to be jumping on this. Because now they want to defund, but it's, it's all right when they say it. Right. Right. This should be a talking point in every state. Yep. With, yep. But, he, but here's the kicker to it all as well. Who was the director of the FBI appointed by? Yeah, 45 appointed him. So... 
you want to defund the FBI or you have or you have your 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 stupid supporters screaming and hollering they wanted to to defund the FBI but did they forget that he was the one who appointed the director of, of the FBI maybe they have obviously they have but now yeah. you know like uh, uh like Charles Coleman was saying on MSNBC now the rabbit has the shotgun. Yeah, it, Chase it. It. No. this guy, and, and, and you know what I mentioned early on in the podcast, I, I, I think it was like right after the election. This guy is going to be in court until he dies, man. This guy yep. has so many court cases, it's not even yep. funny. And, and he he can only say, "I plead the fifth for so long, but wasn't he the one who got on national television five, six times and said, "Any person who pleads the fifth, it must be guilty, yeah, and there is a law that says that if anybody destroys documents or move documents dealing with the uh, defense national or security. Any other, yeah national security yep. they're not allowed to run for federal office so that's, i'm wondering and that's why all part no of the one, espionage act that's i'm true. wondering why no one is talking about that because they're they're too busy listening to him cry, and like you said, the the Repub the Democrats should be the ones who should make it all the more apparent to the American people. Yeah, about that. Yeah, and and, and I guarantee you, which there always is, there is probably it's going to be a loophole somewhere, but they should really put that out there. This guy. He shouldn't be able to run again. Be able to never win. ever, never ever. First of all, treasonous act, an espionage act, and 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 by what I mean by the treasonous act, that he he was the one who coerced, instigated the January sixth events, and like I said on previous podcasts. Had this occurred during the days of Rome, he would have been either beheaded or hung. Yeah, that was that was the whole purpose. I mean, going back to you know, going back to post seventeen seventy six, you were set before a firing squad for committing treason. Yeah. So what? It's it's different in the twenty first century. Yeah. It, yeah, and you know, like we talked about, the tipping point with voters would be Roe v. Wade. I think yep. this and uh, what were what was released with the warrant of the mm-hmm. uh, FBI going to his his so called yeah. uh, well, I call it the so called compound in Florida. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. the tipping point. It's going to be the tipping point for the Republican Party because, you know, a lot of the Republicans, they were yelling and, and screaming Monday 
But when the information was released, they went in hiding. A lot of them went back in hiding. Yeah. And I think especially when it was when it was shown uh when the, the uh uh when the warrant was, was unreleased or was released, it showed just how many the number of boxes of classified top secret, uh extremely top secret information that was in those containers plus the fact that they weren't even kept in a safe or a vault. Yeah. So you know, anybody, you know, mom and pop could have walked into t- taking a tour of Mar-a-Lago, come across these classified, you know, these classified documents, and guess what? They could very easily gather that information by any means necessary and sell it to our adversaries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you you're trying to secure those documents with a rather uh, regular padlock. Something's wrong with that. But they weren't even in. They weren't even behind a padlock. That's the interesting thing. Well, some, they were sitting around were, on desks and on tables and stuff. Some were in the. Uh, they said it was in like a storage closet with a padlock on it. Okay. Well, wow. Guess what? All I need is a bolt cutter, and I could cut through that padlock. Yeah, and I mean, and some people don't even need a bolt cutter. Yeah, but you know what I found what was what was also you know hilarious, but also pathetic, was this clown up in Cincinnati, Ohio. You're gonna go into an FBI field office with a nail gun and an AR-15, and you get plugged and taken out for being stupid. Well. The problem I had with that, it took them an hour to do it. Yeah. Let me and you well, have done that. We've been taken out within three minutes. If that. So, I mean, let, let's let's keep it real. You oh, know, yeah. they yeah. and you know what they were doing. They probably was like, please drop it. Please don't do this. Yeah, right. Well, you know, you, you, you have to, <coughs> excuse me, you have to think about Cincinnati, Ohio, from a realistic standpoint. It is very much of a racist city anyway. So it, it stands to reason why they didn't approach him instantaneously and take him out, especially when they were threatened. But, you know. It's, but it, it's, again, it's, it's it, it shows you what you were saying earlier. Now that's a double standard, right there. Yep. 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 That's a double standard. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I think now it, it's going to be interesting, and I, I think the Republican Party has really screwed themselves because, if you think about it. Biden has passed all these bills, the CHIP bill, this uh, energy, this medical, whatever you yeah, want to climate. call it, big yeah. Package. And then, yeah, all this big this big package. So he just passed, he just signed, he's getting ready to sign that bill. So And plus the one that, that that was affecting veterans. Yeah. Yeah. So so now they're passing all these bills, even inflation starting to drop 
the rate is starting to drop. The job numbers look good. So the only thing the Republicans was going to run on for midterms was crime. But now they're fighting with fighting with law enforcement. That is yep. going to work against them. So I, I think they screwed themselves. But, again, they did. the Democrats, what happens? The, the Democrats always give them an out. They shouldn't give them an out. They should <laughs> pounce on them, man. They should pounce exactly. on them. Exactly. I agree. I totally agree. Because what, what well, can they run on? Well, you got, all right, so you have uh, Roe v. Wade that was overturned, as you said. That's affected every state in the country. Uh, and leave, leave it to Clarence Thomas. His, his next agenda will be to attack uh, the LGBTQ community and interracial couples. Because that would be his next project over to to address within the Supreme Court to overturn the rights of you know. But yeah, so uh, on, yeah. A, on another subject, uh, like you were saying about uh, about Biden, uh, he's got a major several major bumps. I think in his approval rating, I haven't seen the newest numbers, but the last yeah. I saw, he was like right at 48, 49%. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, like I was saying, it's going to bump, it's, this is going to bump him up what he's doing. Now yeah. they just need to take care of messaging, which the Every Democrats exactly. are not good. They're not good at messaging. So if they can do that, and instead of being in the, on the defense with the Republican Party and being on the mm-hmm. offensive, they will be good to go. Yeah. But like always, they screw stuff up. They always screw yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, we know that the fearless leader of the DNC is not going to do or say or or produce any ads that would would counteract the Republicans' plans to, you know, take back the House and the Senate because he's too busy doing whatever. Don't know. Um, you know, but one thing we do know, though, Senator Warnock is kicking butt and taking nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful, yeah. Very, very effective ads. Uh, same, same with Val Demings. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, Stacy, if she was smart, she would be pulling in Latasha Brown to help put out a more positive message for her campaign. Because mm-hmm. you know, as we were talking during the week. Uh, Seems like her her whole campaign is focused on what is it to uh, increase the 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 benefits of uh, Hope Scholarship. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the other? I, I, I've I've forgotten. It it was uh, she wanted to increase the benefits of of 
Hope Scholarships, and she wants to uh, the citizens of Georgia some kind of stimulus. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I, I mean, yay, that's, you know, people in Georgia can say yay and, and that's good, but they need more than that. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to be effective enough in order to garner the votes that she's going to need. You know, she needs to be attacking Kemp all the more on what he hasn't done as well as what he has provisioned. And, you know, especially with respect to um, the shootings yeah. that have taken place in, in, you know, in the state of Georgia. Uh, that within itself, I believe if she addressed that in a, in a powerful, positive way, yeah, she might have a, a good chance of beating him, but, you know, she, she's just sitting back focusing on, you know, on her fried chicken and, and, and mashed potatoes and collard greens and green beans uh, and, and, and hot water cornbread and, and not on bringing to the people of Georgia a real concrete, uh, gritty, Agenda. Yeah. You know, what are her plans? Yeah. You know, Hope Scholarship is fine. That's all well and good. Okay. You know, hip, hip, hooray, but uh, that's not helping all of the citizens of Georgia. Yeah. So, you know? yeah, she, she, she needs to be talking about, uh, like you said, crime. She needs to be talking about jobs. She needs to mm-hmm. be talking about bringing uh, companies here, and and she needs to be tackling why in Georgia the housing situation, where mm-hmm. people can't even avoid uh, afford to buy houses, not alone rent. So yeah. that, well, that let's, even, let's even address the the hunger issue as yeah. well. Yeah, you can't even go down a, a major street in the city of Atlanta without seeing homeless camps. So exactly, that's that's things she needs to be addressing, but she's not. Yeah, like like I said before, maybe she has she knows something we don't or I don't, and it, it works. I, for I don't know. know. I don't know. I I just think right now with all this craziness that. The Democrats have everything in front of them. They just need to play their hand right. Yep. Yep. Everything is in front of them. Hey, the midterms, excuse me, are right around the corner. I mean, here we are. We're already, you might as well say, in the middle of August. September is going to come and go. October is going to come and go. And we're going to be looking at the first of November. And if she hasn't put together an effective game plan, I'll say by no later than the end of September, 1st of October, she can kiss that gubernatorial dream goodbye. But, yeah. Yeah. And and I'm interested to see when and if Abrams and Kemp are going to debate. That should be interesting. Yeah. Well, it's going to be two interesting debates. <laughs> Mr. FBI, Cobb County police officer, 
Uh, I, I don't Officer, think Officer Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even think that's going to happen. Like I said, if, no. it, if, it, if it's happening, I'm going to try to get us seats there because that's, that's worth popcorn and everything. Man, look, I'll take me some Skittles and sit down and watch that. Yeah. But, you know, it was interesting how, you know, he says that, yeah, he's willing to debate him, but only on his terms. So he doesn't want to debate him in Savannah. He doesn't want to debate him in Atlanta. Well, where else are you going to debate him? What? On uh, probably, probably it's Mar-a-Lago? Be, no, it's going to be in some uh, MAGA county mm-hmm. where you're going to see all the MAGA flags and Confederate flags flying everywhere. That, that's where yeah. you probably want to debate him. Yeah, I think so. It'll, it'll be interesting to see where, where it would be held. If he even decides to to uh, to debate him, like he said, I think he'll he'll flake out and fail to show before he'll he'll try to confront uh, uh, Warnock because you know he he'll get blown out of the water. There's yeah. no if ands or buts about it. I mean, he's not an orator. He can hardly even put two sentences together. Yeah. So yeah. And. But yeah, I would I would love to see the debate, as you said, between Kemp and uh, Stacy. Yeah, because yeah. there's no love loss. But if if you really think about it, neither one have said anything. They pretty much just negative. Well, Kemp negative ads towards Stacy. Stacy yeah, exactly. pretty much promoting her business. And I guarantee you what Kemp is going to do, he's going to say, well, look at since I've been governor, Georgia have done, you know, they're doing this, this has happened, that has happened. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing I can see him saying, really, because they neither one have said, okay, this is what my platform is. This is mm-hmm. what I plan to do in the next four years, what I want to happen. I don't, I don't hear that from Stacy or Kim. And I and I think for Stacy, you know, this would be a perfect time for her to come up with a a with an ad campaign with respect to the television and film industry. That the governor of, of California is promising that if the producers and studios move back to California He's willing to give them an even bigger tax break than what they've gotten here in Georgia. She should yeah. be running on that pl- that platform as well because think of the you know they they bragged about the the billions of dollars that they made off of the film industry. You know, granted, yeah. okay, so they you know they've done quite a few film projects here, but uh, that was then uh, and this is now. I I know I know I, uh, I know what you're gonna say. I know. Yeah. Let's keep it real. What a lot of people don't realize, a lot of these films are not filmed here or what they will do so they can use the logo and get the tax break. They will film maybe like one scene here would take, you know, uh, uh, will be on screen or television no longer than what a one or two minute scene. So, So they can say, and then they'll say they filmed it in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And Which I remember I, I you telling me is all it takes is is a is a thirty second 
yep. uh, sequential shot and be like, yep, okay, yep, yeah. we got, we did it here. Yeah. And I know for a fact, and I also heard it from the horse's mouth. I'm not going to give up their name. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, yeah, so all that, and, and we both know the audit they had. What did the audit yep. say? That Georgia yep. did not make all that money in, in, from the film industry. It was inflated. You know, it was some stuff. I mean, I mean, we can't take it away. It was some stuff filmed here and shot here, but it was oh, nowhere yeah. near. Yeah. It's nowhere near what they're claiming. Yes. Well, you know, the other thing that's gonna that's gonna hurt them as well is the heartbeat bill and the yeah. anti-abortion uh, legislation that's now in place. You know, as as we mentioned, the majority of the of the the, the people that are a member of SAG are females. Yeah. And so, hey, well, all I can say is uh, <laughs> I, I feel it. the hell with it. <laughs> oh, Thank you for tuning man. in to the Hell With It podcast. You can reach us at the Hell With It podcast at gmail.com that's t-h-a-h-e-l-l-w-i-t-i-t podcast at gmail.com say what say what say what the hell with 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 the hell with